0: Well, well well hello good evening good afternoon wherever, wherever you are wherever you are whatever time of day it is welcome to pop apologists another episode
1: you know chandler i've been listening to we've been going on a lot of podcasts recently right and i have been listening to our episodes and i noticed that almost everyone has like a very very intro intro it's always like right hello we are this person and we think this and this right. is what we talk about welcome to the show and then they start talking and we've got a pretty lazy intro that's what you're saying all we can come up with is three three words well well, well repeated right. week after
0: week yeah and we're we always like inject something like it's another day we're back again <laughs> it's like the 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 complaints of like dejected workers
1: here just we like, are.
0: Here we are. It is what it is. <laughs> exactly. Ugh, another week. <laughs> Happy Monday.
1: Yeah. All right, Chan. Today we are discussing red flags in relationships. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the first of its kind where we kind of do a topic-based
0: episode. So we'll see how this goes. Well, and I I would just like to state that the reason why Lauren and I are experts on this subject and why this episode is so important to us is because we have a Long history of dating, um, you know, less than great men, Would you less agree with than favorite
1: characters, if you will. Yeah,
0: yes, okay.
1: so let's get okay. into it. The first one I have that I want to
0: discuss, um, actually, and what, what did you we go first? okay well, let's let's just set the scene um, in the words of Casey Musgraves, whose album by the way, I kind of thought was a letdown, but anyways, and that's a topic for another day. Mm-hmm. We asked everybody on IG, to send us their relationship red flags and boy oh boy did we get some responses looks like everyone else has also had a bad dating history um so you know we're not alone let's start with a few heavy hitters okay okay the first one says just this wears flip-flops unnecessarily absolutely absolutely We grew up in a beach
1: town, and there's nothing we hate more than flip-flops. I mean, there is just such a like Southern California dad vibe, which is flip-flops year-round, day Mm -hmm. after day. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, what that shows, what that says is this person has lost all respect for themselves.
0: No ambition.
1: Zero sense of style. Zero sense of personal decorum or taste. Right. And they have completely let themselves go. Right. And that's not a good place to start out. That might be a place that you end up, you know, might be Let's as inevitable as the years ticking on themselves. However, it's something you should avoid at the beginning of a relationship because this is a person who's just way too comfortable in their ways.
0: Absolutely, way too comfortable in their own skin. Something you yeah. know, I don't it's like to confident. usher in. Yeah, um, I just, I also think it's interesting. You know, wear flips, wears flip flops unnecessarily. I don't actually think there's ever a time when it's necessary for men to wear flip flops. I prefer, you know my man to, I haven't actually voiced this to him, but I think, I don't think I ever want to see him in flip-flops. I don't think we want to see their feet, period. No. Do what? Have you discussed this with Kagan, you know, yeah, Of course regarding I your have. upcoming
1: nuptials? Of course I have. And I also live in Puerto Rico. Kagan wears flip-flops most of the time. And it's just, it's a fact of my life. And yeah, it's something I'm I've sorry. just grown accustomed to. He actually does put on tennis shoes whenever we go to dinner. And I feel like he does make an effort to wear actual shoes. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the flip-flops, they're part of the lifestyle in, in PR.
0: I, I will say that our – at least my flip-flop, um, you know, superiority is a little bit rich considering the fact that I put on a crazy pair of socks today and then put on those, like, pillow slides that you get on Amazon and wore those around all day. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. S- yeah. So I'm basically, like, defying all style uh, – I'm basically defying – all of these rules, but whatever. It's double standard. It always has been. It's a man's world, and you know, whatever. Yada yada yada. You know what it really
1: is? It's about the guy who shows up for dinner in flip flops. Who like right. you're going out to dinner, and their move is flip flops. That's the guy you want to avoid. If he wears flip flops to this to the grocery store randomly, if he wears it to the beach, of course. And you know, we wish she didn't. We wish she put on like a dignified tenny right. mm-hmm. or a sperry, but these are appropriate circumstances it's really when you're going out to dinner and you look down and the guy has a button down or a polo on or just a t-shirt of course because they you know heaven forbid they dress up a little right and you can see those toe hairs you know toe hairs not even
0: toenails like it's it's all it stops the toe hairs it's just Um, so undignified it's so undignified we're gonna ask this question a lot tonight and that is wwbfd what would brad falchuk do? Absolutely, absolutely. Would he wear uh, flip flops? No. Never, never.
1: I bet you never. guys never worn them in his life. Mm-mm. Okay.
0: let's Moving get along. The,
1: moving right along, this is something that I think a lot of women need to look out for, and it's something that I think initially can draw them in, but it's a, ultimately a, a red flag as deep and crimson as their own blood, okay? Oh, wow. Geez. <laughs> Took a I visceral just,
0: turn. I did just
1: come up with that on the fly. Wow. Um, plays the guitar. This is something that's a problem, okay? Listen, it's fine if he's able to play the guitar, Mm -hmm. but if he is an actively engaged guitar player in his spare time, I think your life is going to be difficult. (laughs) I do think you're going to have a difficult life with this person. There's going to be too many feelings, okay? Just too much sentimentality, a little too many like earnest urgings to strum a tune, You know, Mm -hmm. when you really Mm -hmm. just need him to help you unload the groceries. It just says something about their overall approach to life that I think is going to make your life hard.
0: (laughs) I can already see, fast forward, you know, 25 years from now, you know, to to being a person who's who's with a person who plays the guitar. And just seeing that guitar, you know, strewn strewn about the house when the house is already disheveled. It's like, can't you just pick up your – GD guitar, okay. I don't wanna I don't wanna pick up your Costco guitar every time, you know, I need to clean up the den. Oh, even worse, you're gonna be you're gonna be helping
1: get your kids into into the bath or something. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be doing some sort of chore and you're just gonna hear the, you know, the the I don't know, the sounds of the beatles coming from I was just gonna say the third bedroom, and it's just it's gonna make you like so rageful. It's going to mean homicide or divorce, one or the other.
0: One or the other. I would stay away from musicians, period. Isn't that so funny? Because truly in my early 20s, I would have given my right arm to date a musician.
1: That's because women in their early 20s, and this was my own experience, honestly don't have a clue.
0: Don't have (laughs) a clue.
1: They -hmm. are idiots when it comes to dating. Most of them have no savvy. It's a very unfortunate fact of life. And some of them get stuck in those relationships, unfortunately,
0: for them. And don't get me wrong. I love earnest desires and yearnings. I just want them in the form of a card or spoken to me, not saying. Yeah,
1: I think that it's just a red flag if they're engaged in with any sort of art in a serious way.
0: What if that's their <laughs> profession? What if they're actually an artist by trade? Also red flag? It's right. all an issue. Okay. Uh, uh,
1: like what, what kind of artist do you see where it's working well? <sighs> like maybe you're Morgan Stewart. And you got Phil McGraw and you got that – Right. You're on that payroll. If
0: if your in-laws are – have an LLC, you're good. Let me
1: tell you. Most of the time you're going to be in one of two situations. A, they're going to be an artist and you're going to be broke. Or B, they're going to be an artist and they're going to have women throwing themselves at them. Right. There's just no middle ground.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. That's what I have to say about that.
0: Okay. Great.
1: (laughs) All right. Now that we've um, alienated – all men who have, you know, any sort of artistic sensibilities or interest in the humanities. What do we have next? Okay, let me see. Bad credit. Yeah, this is a doozy. If SoFi doesn't want to offer him a, you know, 9.99% interest rate loan, there's no reason you should offer him a second date.
0: Well, and and here's what I'll say. I think the lady can have, you know, a credit history of her own, but that's... That's between the lady and her god. And I think that the man should always have an impeccable credit credit score and credit history.
1: Okay, you just say that because you <laughs> you have like a history of maybe not the most pristine of credit.
0: <laughs> yes, I do say that. But I just, I just want to, to make it abundantly clear that I think that if here's here's where I'm just gonna fully own the double standard. I think that if if a man has bad spending habits and isn't good with money, like I feel way more comfortable being the woman in the relationship who isn't good with money. I don't, I don't know that I feel comfortable dating someone who wasn't good with money.
1: Well, I think that, that you definitely need to balance each other out. But I, I ultimately think that these go both ways. And so I'm actually going to disagree with you here. Well, I, can saying, see, I, I can
0: see what you're saying. All I'm saying I, is that I, it's, it's about the lady's credit history. Do you like how I'm saying the lady? The lady.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. I realize that you're being kind to yourself right now, which is an amazing thing. We all need to practice more self-love. But I want to say that I think, like, okay, all of these things, I actually think that they go both ways. Like, they do. if you're dating a girl and she's an artiste, she probably is going to have a lot of feelings that are going to make your life difficult. You know what I mean? Right, Like, right. these things really do go both ways. Um, and so I would say that in terms of bad credit, that's something that guys should look out for too. It just means that someone can't handle their shit. Right,
0: That's right, really what it right. means. Right. And let me, once again, for the third time this month, state on the podcast that I have excellent credit now. Okay? My credit is no longer in the red at all. I'm what is closed. your credit score? It's in the 700s. Mid-700s, baby. It's really? Not, I guess it's not in the 800s. Yeah, but you know. Okay. We all have our own journeys. We'll verify that later. What's your credit at, bitch?
1: I mean, mid-seven. Are you, The only way you can have – see, this is why I'm skeptical. The only way you can be like an 800 credit score at our age – actually, I don't even think you can. I don't even – like I think to get it to an 800, you have to have tons of credit history where you've just paid everything off on well, time for like 20 right. years. Right, right, right. right. 30 right, years or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm There's skeptical no of your options. mid-700s. Okay. But you know what? I think a 680 is totally respectable. <laughs> i'm like 676 (laughs) okay i have one you ready hit me with it carries a weapon of any kind this is actually (sighs) was submitted and this i feel so deeply in the core of my being
0: right and you did used to date a mountain man so can you just speak to that with your you know with your own personal history
1: yeah, the mountain man actually didn't carry any sort of weapons regularly. It's really the guy you need to look out for that carries either a pocket knife, a switchblade, or a concealed carry. The concealed carry obviously this person Absolutely, right. Like unless unless they work
0: for a government agency?
1: Yes, exactly. But a guy who cares, especially like a switchblade, it's just such a it's a guy who's more interested in seeming dangerous,
0: right, right,
1: than in just being a normal person, right. Like he's not confident enough in himself to just walk about life normally. He has to carry a switchblade with him, right? I don't know. It just it says something about, and obviously it also depends on like the way that they present it. It's just about a guy who likes to shroud himself in a veneer of danger and seeming like some sort of character from a Hemingway novel. It's right. It's not a good look. It's a kind of an amateur, embarrassing, not comfortable in their own skin vibe. Um, this will also okay. be the same person who glorifies physical fights right. that they were in in the past. That is also a huge red flag.
0: Absolutely. And if you're packing that type of heat, like, what are you compensating for? That's all I'll say. Honestly. Amen. hmm um,
1: okay. okay, what else do we have?
0: We have an excellent one um submitted to us by the one and only, Jenna Kingsley. Okay. This is following endless girls on IG. And I think yes. that you and I would like to a, agree with this and then also add in, you know, one more qualifier. Following endless girls on IG that he doesn't know. It has, yeah.
1: If he's if he's following a bunch of hot girls and he just happens to have a lot of hot hot girl friends, not a problem. It's the guy who's following like a hundred or 50, or even 20 hot girls that he's never met in real right. life. The that, IG models. For every 10 hot IG models he follows, mm-hmm. that's one time he's going to cheat on you, okay? That's a good, like, <laughs> math math ratio, math uh, combination. What's, right. what's the word? Math formula. That's a good formula sure. you can use to, you know, look into the crystal ball of your future. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, additionally – oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. I would say additionally – following any sort of porn star or pornographic actress on right. Instagram. This should come come uh, as obvious. Um let's just say there were guys that I went on a few dates with. I noticed that this was happening and I somehow rationalized it. So I'm here to be the canary in the coal mine mm-hmm. for young women.
0: Lauren, you are you are waving a a huge red flag and i can see you waving it desperately desperately and it's it's a beautiful thing that you know you're being so honest about this because i i couldn't agree more it's really dark go through your man's explore page we've said it before we'll say it again it's better than going through text messages not something i sanction, but if you want to know who you're dating look at his explore feed okay i've got another one okay joe rogan listener
1: I'm fine with someone listening to Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan has lots of smart people on his podcast, some dumb people, but I think he has lots of smart people. I actually really respect Joe Rogan. I was actually thinking about that the other day because Joe Rogan interviews people for like three hours every day, and I can't even imagine trying to prepare to interview that many people in
0: depth. Well, he gets paid a lot, and he makes a lot more money than we do. So (laughs) I could. I sure could. That's true. That's true. Okay. So why do you think that? This is why I fully, I agree with this. And because I'm I'm not a huge Joe Rogan fan, what I will say is it's not, you know, it's not something to cancel anybody for. Absolutely not. But what's important to notice and to look out for is, is Joe Rogan the smartest person that they are, you know, filling their brain with? Are they, you know, listening to other smart people? Or is Joe Rogan, uh, you know, as smart as it gets? Which I would argue and say, like, Joe Rogan's maybe not the smartest guy. I think maybe he, he does totally interview a wide audience range of people. And because he has such a huge platform, a ton of really interesting people go on his podcast. But, you know, just make sure they're diversifying their, you know, intellectual podcasts, like pop apologists or something like that.
1: Yes. If it's their only, if it's their only intake, I absolutely agree.
0: Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm -hmm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. If a guy is using, is constantly snapping other ladies or is constantly snapping, it's kind of immature to me. It's like, don't you have like work? Don't you have a job?
1: I also think that the way that messages disappear, there's no history. It's like a guy who basically only uses incognito mode. He only sends DMs on van. It's just like, what do you have to hide? Right. Right. And it's it's a very juvenile app.
0: Totally. So, really, are you dating an 18 year old? Right. Are you like trying to pick up on high schoolers? Um, Okay, wait. Can we double back quickly to the credit thing? Because someone has another response on here about bad credit and I want to just, I want to add some color to what we said. So this person said, guys who only, this is like their red flag, guys who only pay in cash and carry like two grand on them. That's a sign of bad (laughs) credit and inability to get credit. Wow. This is the smoking gun. For the record, when I didn't have great credit, I never carried cash. I never carried two grand on me, but very interesting.
1: Yeah, or they're a drug dealer,
0: right? Literally, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That's actually
1: very smart because if a guy just had a ton of cash on him, I yeah. would just assume, wow, this guy is rich, loaded, right, right, filthy rich. Mm-hmm. Omg, but that's true. Truly, I mean, I think that truly rich people never pay with cash ever. Yeah. Like, don't carry yeah. any cash ever,
0: or they carry like a few hundreds on them sometimes, that's and true. that they never really use.
1: Right. It's just like a casual 100 But if he's always right. traveling, packing heat in the form of cash, that is something to look out for. He's either dabbling in illicit activities or he has terrible credit. Right. So we'll uh, let you decide if either of those are savory for you. You be the judge, ladies. Okay. I have one that I think is truly, truly the golden standard, the thing that applies to basically all of us. And I think that women need to hear this. They need to internalize it and they need to act on it. Okay, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. And this is a more of a serious one. When he doesn't act interested in you. Oh, yeah. Ladies, if they want you, you will know it. You right. will know it. They will call you. They will text you when they say they will text you. They will get in touch. They will make sure that you have plans. There will be no ambiguity. There is not a situation where they're going to, you know, lose their phone or be really busy. None of that is going to happen. Okay? If they like you, they will show it and you will know it. And any guy who you want, who you don't know if they like you or not, they don't. It's time to move on.
0: Um, you were just channeling a little bit of Shira right there and it was amazing.
1: I was channeling Shira. That's correct. Are we going to tell people about Shira or is that going to be, are yeah, we saving No,
0: left? we should absolutely tell people about Shira. I think we even have maybe in our early episodes, but it's, it's no, time I, we for never have.
1: Really? We never have. And I'm not prepared to talk about Shira because Shira, I feel like we need to bring in clips. We need to be really okay. prepared for that episode. Okay. Right well,
0: l- okay, that's fine. Let's just, let's leave this in though, because I think Shira is an important like person to tease because I think, like uh, she's an important person we need to bring up again so everyone stay tuned we'll do an episode about shira who is the love guru
1: shira let me just say there's a woman named shira on this planet she completely changed my life (laughs) i think she's the reason i'm engaged today um she's an authority on relationships and love and male female Mm -hmm. dynamics and i i bow down at the altar of shira
0: I'm going to say, move over Oprah Winfrey, move over Super Soul Sunday, move over Brene Brown, move yes. over you know Radical Gratitude or whatever her thing is. Mm-hmm. Shira, we we worship you know at the feet of Shira. Exactly. So
1: you know that episode will take a lot of work on the front end, but we'll do it. Maybe we'll what do is- it. We might have to do it on the Patreon. It might be a right. little too inflammatory for the regular episode. Mm-hmm. But Shira tells it like it is. She's a truth teller. She's a seer. She's a revelator.
0: i I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave you with a choice snippet or ew, I'll leave you with a choice tidbit which is stop caring why do you care stop yeah. caring stop caring why do you care it's truly truly
1: right okay, okay. um also I want to say this too there's a song when a man loves a woman literally the words of that song are so true and read them? what's them? that will you read them okay yeah I'll, I'll do I'll do a dramatic reading um when a man loves a woman can't keep his mind on nothing else. He'd trade the world for the good thing he's found. If she is bad, he can't see it. She can do no wrong and turn his back on his best friend if he puts her down. When a man loves a woman, spends every last dime, and trying to hold on to what he needs, he'd give, he'd give up all his comforts and sleep out in the rain if she said
0: that's the way it ought to be. Anyway. Did you actually just know that from, heart, from the heart? No, I had it pulled up. I was going to say because you – It wasn't even like I heard you type or anything. It was like instant. It was really nice.
1: Yeah. um, I'm prepared. Well done. I'm prepared for this episode. Thank you. Honestly, if you are questioning – like, okay. Kagan at this point, he can entertain other things than my love for him, unfortunately. He's got more going on in his mind. But in the beginning of a relationship, the most important part, the courting process, you will be the only thing on his mind primarily and also – you will know that he's into you. Right. You will know that he's right. into you. Yeah. Do not – you're rationalizing the way that they're treating you poorly, that just means you have a guy who's not that into you.
0: Period. I mean, I will say safely that, you know, 70% of my relationships were me rationalizing someone treating me poorly.
1: Yes. Yes. You like, could be and the- dating someone who is not that into you. Like boyfriend Literally. or girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Okay. I also want to say, this kind of dovetails off of this nicely, if a guy asks you to split the check or accepts your offer to split the check on the first date, please run out of the restaurant screaming. Get out of there. Call the police. Absolutely it's, not.
0: It's, uh, to me, it's like he asked you on the date. He invited you on this date. That's usually the way it goes. Right. That's not the case. Whatever. you know, You're progressive. We get it. Um, he asked you on the date. Let him pay, for goodness sakes. You should offer, because I think that it's only
1: appropriate to offer. I think that in 2021, it's inappropriate to not offer, okay? If he ex- if he says yes, get ready to split everything
0: for the rest of Wait, your I life. Don't, I don't even know if you should offer on the first date. Really? I don't know if, like, when the check – it's always those awkward moments where the check gets there. And yeah. No- if if neither of you acknowledge it, and then – you know, if he beats you to it and says, oh, let me get this, you know, do you then say, are you sure? Like, I guess, I don't know. I I go back and forth with like whether or not you have to offer or if you I just say you think, thank you so much.
1: I think you don't go wrong by offering. I think not offering can come across as a little entitled and a little right. bratty. I think, okay. that, I think that offering is a classy move.
0: I agree. Know? I think it is a classy move as well.
1: Um, I don't think it's a needy move. I don't think it makes you look but like you don't. You think you don't deserve to be paid for any BS like that. Give him the opportunity to really show you that he's a classy guy.
0: Right, right. Let him pull out that two thousand dollars in cash and use it on you <laughs> for daring dinner.
1: Okay, here's the other thing too, is I think that that doesn't mean that you, you know, he has to pay for everything for your whole relationship. But right. a man needs to lead and begin the relationship with a spirit of generosity. And if he doesn't have that spirit when he hasn't had sex with you yet, he is never going to have that spirit.
0: Can you speak more into the spirit of generosity? Cuz that's an interesting <laughs> like it's a, it, yeah, that's an interesting choice of words.
1: Like okay, So I was actually thinking about this today and I was thinking, um, why is it that, you know, women generally – why do we have these customs? Why is it important that a guy in 2021 when women go to work and men go to work, why is it important that he offers to pay? Why is gentility and chivalry still important in our culture? Can I tell you why I think it is? I think it's rooted in evolution. And it's because if your relationship is successful and you're like most people and you – you know, want a family and you get married, you as the woman, you will bear the brunt of the responsibility for 100% of childbearing and a lot most of childbearing. That's mm-hmm. just the way the cookie crumbles. Right. I get that there are outliers. I get that there are amazing guys that stay at home. I, I totally get that. But for most people, that's just the way the cookie is going to crumble. And the right. way that as a culture – we've made up for that disparity in vulnerability and sacrifice mm-hmm. is we have placed the onus on men to protect and provide. Right. And when we abdicate them of that responsibility and they don't show wow. an impulse toward that
0: abdicate, early on. Abdicate them. Wow. I'm, I'm this sorry. is a stirring. This is like, I'm I'm hearing this. I'm here for it.
1: I'm just sorry, but what cruel trick of feminism right is that when we basically let men off the hook
0: completely completely and it's yeah agreed that is why
1: we have these customs you can listen i split things with not that i'm like the oracle on on a hill like my
0: relationship is perfect yada yada i don't think it's your instagram bio is the oracle on the hill
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying i i split a lot of things with kagan for a lot of our relationship split the rent with him for, you know, a few years. I split a lot of dates. You know, we definitely went more into that 50-50 mode for a good portion of our relationship. But you better believe we started out with him being generous and chivalrous.
0: Right, right.
1: Because the yeah. thing is, is like when you're both building a future together, it does sort of just become both of yours.
0: hmm I agree.
1: But in the beginning, he ne- they need to show you What's happening at the end? What, you know, what the promised land looks like.
0: <laughs> is this yeah. wrong? I, no, I completely agree. I com- I think, here's the thing. I think, I don't know. I wonder if we're going to get flack for this, but this is how my perspective, like when I first started dating Ben, he was extremely generous mm-hmm. and, and it was like, it was a really great indicator of like, oh, he's like actually treating me so wonderfully like he's truly like investing and it was like it to me it was like a sign of him investing and like really taking me out and like showing me a good time and to me that was like a really meaningful part of like oh he he, I don't know it's just a wonderful like indicator of like how serious like and and good things were and then I think like yeah a relationship has evolved into more of like you know splitting things and because like and we actually had like a conversation about it because that actually makes the most sense for like where our like our lives are at. Right. And I I don't think anyone needs to feel the burden of a relationship. And so I like, and, and, you know, and and we both want to do like fun things and whatnot. And so I guess I totally agree with you. And, but, but also, and I also agree with you in the sense that women, it's just like a fact of life that women are going to pick up slack in the house. Like hands down, we're going to have the kids. We're probably going to do most of the child rearing. Like that's just kind of the way the cookie is always crumbled. And so it's okay if like right now maybe or you know, at the beginning of your relationship if the scales are a little bit tipped because you know what? It all comes out in the wash, baby.
1: It absolutely does. It absolutely does. And if you say that a girl wanting a guy to pay on the first couple dates is her being a gold digger, let me tell you, you're an idiot. And really what it is is her just being having basic common sense and using her... Powers of perception to deduce if this guy is going to treat her well later on. Right. That's it. That's all it is. You don't have to go out to a nice meal. You don't even have to do some bougie bougie thing. He could plan something really sweet, like a picnic in the park. Like yeah, I at mean, the beginning, even if it's like a sweet gesture, it should be all on him.
0: Right. And I just i I think that it's just a part of yeah, it's just a part of that those initial gestures that mean that goes such a long way. But I do think it is obviously natural to then you know evolve into more of a 50 50 like you and I both have experienced and you know at different times yes absolutely. because the other yeah because you know I think the other thing is like sometimes I think if you're not 50 50 there is like you know if, if a guy is paying for everything I I can start to feel like I don't have as much say in what we do
1: there, which totally. is not what I want at all. Ever. there becomes an imbalance of power, especially right. if there isn't some sort of quid pro quo where you know you you bear the larger responsibility for the domestic duties right they you know they pay for mm-hmm. stuff and that time ta- in, in that situation is more leveled out but yeah no, I'm not saying we all need a sugar daddy or you know some guy who's just gonna pay for everything all the time. And I don't even think I just don't like our podcast listeners are smart. They don't need all these qualifiers. They know what we mean, what we mean. Right. They're right. nodding their heads. They get it. And They're
0: this, nodding. They've got great credit. Yeah.
1: This is just gospel truth to smart women, you
0: know? Right, right.
1: So But it's just
0: it's so funny because I think our our conventional wisdom that we were raised with was you should never pay for a thing.
1: Yeah, it was, but it was also like but You'll it was be also like, by like 22. Yeah, getting married by 22 and yeah. and you, you know, work, you work and put your husband probably through some sort of per- like graduate school and you have this very traditional path. Yeah. And so I don't think it was like you're going to marry someone and they're going to put, you know, suddenly you're going to enter the five-star lifestyle in any way.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it was just more thought of that we'd be young mothers, you mm-hmm. know. Right, right. So Sorry um, mom and dad. Yeah,
0: sorry try so to make a winter happen, of our 30s it. before that happens.
1: <laughs> oh, I should certainly feeling that way. No. Um okay, I've digressed too long on that, but I think it it bears repeating.
0: Absolutely. Do you think we should rewrite that book The Rules, but like according to the pop apologist?
1: The pop apologist and Shira? Mhm. Mm-hmm. If we had, I would say yes, but I know we don't have
0: the work ethic. So. Absolutely do not. If There's a ghostwriter out there who wants to listen to our <laughs> podcast and try and, you know, mimic our voice. Please have at it. For yeah. free. Yeah. <laughs> if you're
1: if you're interested this in doing this for free or pro you know, bono you want to take like a cut of Pop Apologist once we go big, hit us up. Right. Once. Once. Honestly, yeah. actually us writing like some sort of dating book, it's really not a bad idea. Okay. Just in terms of like it's a good business idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. Some little thing. I think our um
0: shit, what's Harper Collins.
1: Yeah. If you work for HarperCollins or Penguin Classics, Mm because I think it will immediately be a Penguin (laughs) Classic, hit us up.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. This is another one. I think we're getting into more serious topics, but I think it's important. I have two that I really want to touch on. Okay. Okay. Estranged from anyone in his immediate family. I think this goes both ways, both genders – it's honestly a, f- a friend thing too. If you uh-huh. if there is someone and they're estranged from their mother or father or one of their siblings and like haven't spoken to them in like a few years, and that 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 immediate family member didn't commit a crime and was
0: arrested by the police for some right. heinous act, an, a penitentiary,
1: right, for doing something truly horrible to another family member, like unless they meet a total a very high bar of um, a very high bar, I would say, of ill deeds, of, of neer do well. Ill deeds.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: It shows that this person does not understand the value of family relationships, of loyalty. There's just a screw loose there, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I, I've i always said I just never want to be a person who cuts people out of their life. Like, I ha- I actually think I have maybe one person, and this is like an ex, who I've actually cut out of my life and I haven't spoken to like since a feud. But I think that exes cutting – don't apply to this. Right. right exes, exes don't apply. But I think even like if, if they have – if they are comfortable cutting people out of their lives and being estranged from people, obviously they're family. But I would even take it a step further. Like if they have a ton of like friends who they – you know, or if they – like if there's bad blood with multiple people in their life, I think that's kind of a red flag. Yes. I, I totally agree. It means – And obviously like- close family. I just think if you're willing to give up on your fam- on your immediate family relationships – and like yeah like you said if the person didn't create a ha- commit a heinous crime like that yeah that really is a screw loose if you actually want to like cut family members out of your life right
1: um okay so another more serious one and i'm interested in your thoughts on this Chandler single
0: and never married past 35 oh i don't think that's like a red flag i don't i think never had a serious relationship red flag but if never married i mean i'm living in the real world And I think that there's plenty of like eligible guys who have you know, thirty five. Disagree. I think. I mean, yeah, maybe I'd have it. Maybe I will have a different perspective on this in a few years, but right now, thirty five doesn't seem like too old to not be to not you know have been married. I think that here's the deal.
1: I think that good guys get snapped up really early, and they kind of and they tend because they're good guys, they stay with whoever you know snaps them up, whoever they fall in love with first. Like they're good, loyal guys, and they get snapped up really early. And I think that um guys that are still single in their late thirties, and there's well, obviously I mean, like I
0: wouldn't say thirty five is your is your late thirties. So. Okay,
1: but I would thirty six plus thirty six sure. plus the cutoff is yeah the three hundred sixty fifth day of your thirty fifth year of life. Right. If you begin your thirty sixth birthday single, I'm going to caution any young women before they date you, and or women period. And this is why. This doesn't apply if you had like a failed engagement and you were on the path to that and some girl pieced out on you. That doesn't apply. But I do think that guys that are single in their late 30s, and I did kind of for a time in my life when I was in my 20s exclusively, not exclusively, but I dated a lot of guys in their late 30s because I mistakenly thought that they would be mature and ready for a serious mm-hmm. relationship, not like the guys in their 20s. This was totally wrong. What I was doing was pre-selecting for guys who had commitment issues, who did not value family, and were not able, you know, who wanted to play the field and had had a history of that. And you will, most of the time, that's what you'll find if you'll find if you meet a guy who's still single in his late thirties.
0: Yeah, I I can see that. I think also you're gonna meet guys who are jaded. Yes. And that is actually, to me, the scariest thing of all. It's like someone who's jaded. I will never
1: forget when I was on a date. I was on a date with this guy who's in his late 30s, and he was complaining about the fact that, you know, dating women in their 30s, it was such a problem because they wanted to have kids, you know, really quickly. And they were, like, very much, like, kind of under the gun. And, like, it was very much always a – that was always, like, a conversation. And what I'm telling you is that these are the guys – that don't understand that that's just the reality of life and instead, like, are looking to just be Peter Pan's forever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank that's- you. No, thank you, Peter. No, thank you, Pam.
1: Thank you. Yes, I, I totally agree <laughs> with what I've just said. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Wow, wow. You really took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> is amazing oh my gosh okay sorry i i
1: pontificated Did no i mean hit me with more
0: i mean i think i think that's 100 the correct perspective and it's so true i don't know why people haven't written a book about this we gotta write a book because i fully used to think the same thing date someone who's a little bit older they're gonna be you know ready for that situation you know ready to move on to the next ready step ready to settle
1: down they're uh-uh. gonna they're gonna have already accomplished it all in their life you're not gonna have to you know you're not gonna have to put them through medical school. They're already gonna right. be a doctor baby no, yeah. no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 These are the guys with serious issues the, right. like I can't tell you how many of the girls I know that have great partners that met those partners when they were both twenty five yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's true.
0: cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern. So you can just hang your gallery wall, and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a lay person like yourself. Everyone at CY Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com.
2: Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making keep her- it simple. Uh, I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good
0: job.
1: I have one another one yeah
0: uh-huh
1: all right this is like crucial ladies crucial gals crucial women listening how they speak about their exes will tell mm-hmm. you everything you need to know if every ex girlfriend is crazy crazy totally crazy right or if every ex girlfriend is still in love with him
0: right Ugh.
1: whatever you do get the run. hell away
0: from that person run run, run. You were dealing a narcissist. With an, yeah, an egomaniac.
1: Like that person
0: belongs. Like or that yeah. Go can ahead. I throw another one into the ring? What if every boss they've ever had is an idiot? Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I mean, yes.
1: If if they've been fired from multiple jobs and every time it was because of their idiot manager. <laughs> run, run. Honestly, this is a person who is is the common denominator and the problem in both every relationship and every job. And there's a reason why they have negative feelings toward all of them.
0: Right. It means right.
1: that they know they were the problem. Deep down, deep down, I they know, know it. I, even know. I don't even know. And that's I know. why they so violently blame the other party.
0: Mm. Um. Okay. I'm. Can I throw in a random kind of funny one? that I correct. think is, like, hilarious. Correct? correct. Please. <laughs> correct. Correct. I completely agree with what I just said. <laughs> um, this one says, I had an ex who would only drink jugs of distilled water. This is very strange. Are they, like, a – Are you sure you weren't dating a, um, a steamer? Right. I'm confused. Um, yeah, that's very confusing. I, I am a to- water – I'm a water snob, but, I mean, a, Brit, a simple Brita filter will do. I don't really – this is going
1: to you know, be very embarrassing. I don't really know what dis- the difference between distilled water and non-distilled water is. Can well, like, I you're
0: even know. you're clearly not could... ready for your upcoming nuptials.
1: No. Um.
0: I don't know either. <laughs> okay. Oh, great. Great. Okay. I don't know. One um, ha- Maybe one doesn't have like minerals. I think some, some water gets like fluoride added to it and other minerals. Actually, I'm mm, pretty sure this is what it is. Cancer causing um, fluoride. Great. Right, 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 right. And distilled does not have that. Like, that's why, like, you put distilled water in, like, a CPAP machine or, like, you know, in um a steamer or something so it doesn't, like, crystallize. like up the... Right. Like, get, like, minerals. Wow. I just fully I mean, can knew you the imagine? answer to that. Wow,
1: yeah. it's impressive. Myself. Can you imagine being fastidious enough to, like, really only put distilled water where the, you know, in the well, contractions it like... only took distilled <laughs> water?
0: <laughs> yes. I know people who do. I don't think dad's that good, but, uh, yeah, I do know people who do. Wow. That's um, impressive. Okay. Can we get... Can I also th- get to another one? Yeah. If I may. Guys with too many posts slash likes on Instagram. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before, but I think it's repeating. interesting. Guys with like, obviously we've talked about, you know, if you if your guy is more active on social media than you are, like. Right. Mm-hmm. What would Brad Falchuk do? Um, the only time it's, you know, acceptable for him to have to be extra on social media is when it's your birthday and that's it. Um, but it's just interesting to think about a guy with too many likes. Like if they're, if they have their own little platform as well, what, how do we feel about that?
1: I don't like it. I don't want any part of it. No I'm I sound like such a snob it's, and that's I know. because I am. No serious career entails uh, for a man that's you know a career that's going to be hot to me is going to entail a vivid social media presence. I'm sorry, especially on Instagram. Maybe they're a thought leader on Twitter or on LinkedIn. You know, I can get you know I can get down for that. A thought leader on, a on
0: LinkedIn. I would <laughs> rather die than date a thought leader on LinkedIn.
1: Whatever. Let me just
0: let the record state.
1: No, I'm not saying like a recruiter. I'm saying like they, you know, they are a CEO of a company if and someone, they regularly yeah, post okay. on LinkedIn important things for the masses to know.
0: I mean, if they're no, I actually have a bone to pick. Ben and I love nothing more than to talk about people who are annoying on LinkedIn. Like, there's a difference between being you know running running a company and actually being busy and then posting like motivational bs like on linkedin with a bunch of hashtags
1: i agree but if you want to announce that your startup was acquired by google on linkedin (laughs) that's gonna turn me the hell on right
0: right right as long as you're not hashtag tagging it with like grind hashtag hustle hashtag you know never quit whatever
1: or you start out with some like dramatic story, you know? Right, right. We need I to do like a whole selling episode it out on of LinkedIn. the back of
0: my truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a whole episode on LinkedIn would be amazing.
1: I would say honestly, any sort of overusage of social media is a big problem, and yeah. and Instagram in particular, it's
0: just it's just not hot to be honest. I just it goes back to your time. How are you spending your time? Right. And obviously, as a lady, my time, you know, it doesn't matter what I do with my time. But as a man, it it matters what you do with your time. That's not true at all. No, I'm just acknowledging quite possibly the double standard.
1: Life. We never said life was fair, okay? Right, and we did say it'll be worth it. Yeah,
0: I can't wait to destroy my body by having children.
1: Exactly. There we go. So she gets to scroll a little more. Okay, you happy?
0: There I get God. a few more scroll breaks in the day, okay? Exactly. Uh, th- yeah, exactly. You're not going to okay. have to get reconstructive surgery down there one day. This
1: bitch isn't going to have to push out multiple humans through her vaginal canal, okay? Or right. is going to. So please, <laughs> take a step back. Don't criticize a single thing, okay? <laughs> and just get the hell off your phone and do something useful <laughs> with your life. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And and, and when we're talking about criticizing women, this brings me to my next one that I really want to talk to you about. And this is a big thing and that is a major red flag. Some guys grow out of it. A guy that is overly critical or critical at all of other women's looks. Mm. This can be a real thing. Like There are definitely guys where the culture among their friends is to pick women apart and to like – To talk about them and to always make a comment on the way a girl looks. Yeah. That's his first – the first thing he says. I mean, this is so obvious, but it really is something where this guy is a total misogynist and he's, you know, he is
0: someone you want to get away from. Right, right. I just – yeah, I think it's better, hopefully, if your guy is just, like, a little bit more oblivious. Yeah, or just, like, honestly,
1: look at their exes, too did they date normal looking girls mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or were they only right.
0: dating brat dolls? I think that's, I think that's so key. You're right. Were
1: they, were they dating age appropriate girls? Right. Right. I know that given what I've betrayed about my early dating history, mm-hmm. it's a little pot calling the kettle.
0: Likewise. Same <laughs> pot right there with you.
1: But Yeah. I'm just, yeah. If they're, were they- if they're in their thirties and they're exclusively dating girls that are 26 and below, this is a problem.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um, Okay. Someone submitted, and I really appreciate this, into writing poetry even a little bit.
0: (laughs) Once again, another pot calling the kettle black.
1: I remember when I was very into poetry, you know. Here we go.
0: Buckle up, everybody. (laughs) This is what I'm
1: going to say. I was an emotionally volatile person who was not fit. Still are.
0: Still are. Still are.
1: Not in the same (laughs) way, Okay. (laughs) Maybe still volatile, but not volatile in the romantic sense. You're like lazy
0: and emotionally volatile now.
1: (laughs) How dare you? How dare you?
0: I have a very stable (laughs) romantic relationship. No, I'm saying you know. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. You do.
1: Um, this is someone like okay, this is something that Courtney told me very early on in life that really, really resonated. Um, she was saying that like basically she knows, you know what? It's okay if you marry someone who's not that romantic because you, at least you know, they're not going to be petting verse for anyone else. They're Fair. not going to be, you right. know, falling in head over heels in love quickly if, with another person.
0: If they can't stop, you know, like exuding romantic energy, like that's maybe, yeah, exactly a red flag. And sort of. At some point, that's gonna maybe get old with the same person. And then they're gonna start to look for somebody new.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be cringy. It's like the guy who reads Charles Bukowski. Any guy who's reading Charles Bukowski, please Blech. just leave him Ugh. leave him in Barnes and Noble.
0: Any guy who loves to talk about how much they love Hemingway or Fitzgerald, like I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that one in there as well. Yeah, exactly. We get exactly. it. You took ninth grade English. Right. But Back to what you're saying or Lauren. Jack Kerouac. I honestly right. grew up in my in my own mouth. Right, right, right. Get a job. Um, I I wanna go back to what you're saying because I do think it's like a fine line. Like you want I like I wanna be with someone who's always going to be romantic. Like I don't want to date someone who's, you know, that well is dry or be of with course. someone like that. Of course. But it's 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 the degree I think to which they are and how much they like, how effusive they are all the time. And if that's like really realistic.
1: I just think that overly emotional romantic men are like the quickest men to cheat because they will, they will inevitably come across some bitch later in life <laughs> that they just, you know, they must know better. They need right. to understand, you know, they have to wake, they want to wake her up in the middle of the night just to hear what she says, just to hear what she has to say. Are you
0: quoting Aerosmith?
1: I, I'm quoting the Runaway Bride trailer, okay? Oh my gosh. <gasps> That song. Yes. Here's the deal. If a guy – and this is like also this dovetails into another red flag. If he's super quick to marriage, if he's super quick to falling in love with you, he'll be just as fast with some other hoe. Not to call you a hoe. Right.
0: Right. Wow. Well, thank you for not calling me a hoe. Wow. trying to show some restraint. Thank you. You're Um, welcome.
1: Yeah. The poetry thing, it's it's very much like in the guitar family. It's just – you know, yeah. feeling like too many feelings are not a good thing. Um, put, it, put it on my tombstone.
0: <laughs> Trying to see if there's anyone else. Oh, this is a this is a hilarious one. Any improv experience whatsoever <laughs> ever took a
1: drama class in his life, in his life? Okay, was ever in a school play? I'm sorry. Don't say yes to the date. This guy will show up with a scarf with an
0: ascot, It'll be all tie. about him. There's It'll be, be a scarf. All- He's just honestly, go ahead and date him if you're comfortable with never being the star.
1: Date him if you're comfortable with him larping on the weekends with his loser friends. Okay, just date him if you're interested in listening to show tunes in the car on road trips. Date <sighs> him if you are interested in going to Broadway shows regularly. Date, well, date honestly, him if you want to go to the local high school school play. Date him.
0: <laughs> date him. Bury yourself. I, your own see, babe. I I have no problem with going to the theater. I have no problem with the, theater. Know, engage, the theater. I have no problem with engaging with, you know, Broadway. Do you know I live in New York City? But, and but our I father do have, does love Andrew Lloyd Webber and I yeah, do find I think it to be a very chaste. It's, it's super sweet. I, I think it's just, you know, if someone, I've dated someone who was the star and frankly it was exhausting. Honestly, and they're probably gay. So that's
1: really another thing to look out for. Well,
0: okay. well
1: are you, you going to make me is cut that out? all we can
0: say? I think, no, I'm if not going to make you cut it out. I'm not going to make you okay. cut it out.
1: Brave new world, baby. Let's go. Wow. Okay. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. If you like this podcast, if you want it to continue, please give us a shout out. Tag us on Instagram. Share it. You know, just please – Share the share the good word a pop apologist. Please. Please.
0: Please. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.
3: He take the world, for the good things found. If she is bad, he can't see it. She can do no wrong. Turn his back on his best friend. He puts her down.
2: What does everybody do when you're shopping online? You jump right to the reviews. You want to see what all the other customers are saying. You want to see all the ratings. Well, look, Bowling Branch did this for you already. In a recent customer survey, 96% said the Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. And if you're like me, you've been searching around, trying to find the right sheets. Because look, sheets make a huge impact on how you sleep. You want to feel cozy. Bowling Branch is here. They've got buttery, breathable sheets. Buttery sounds good for sheets. Doesn't it, Steele? Buttery sounds amazing. I want to lay in butter. Every night, that's what I want. to Isn't do. Isn't that the best? Yeah. But you know what's even better? What's that? Not getting butter on me. Just having the sensation of laying, just in butter. laying in the butter, but there's not butter there. That's a bowl and branch is going to deliver to you. Imagine sleeping in the softest sheets that you've ever felt, and this is exactly what I want. They've got 13 different colors that you can roll through for every occasion, matches your bedspread, whatever season it might be. I went with the pewter. What color did you go with? I went straight up white. I just we have classic, classic. You know, our bedroom has a lot of white in it, so we just went classic. That's a good move. That's definitely a good move. And look, since I've gotten these, I love them. I've washed them a couple different times. I don't know how often everybody washes their sheets, but I try to put it together. I wash my sheets more and more with these because they get softer and softer every time that you wash. And the best part is there's a 30-night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If you don't love them, you can send them right back. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code BRABROS at bolenbranch.com. That's Bolin Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com.
3: Promo code Bravros. Exclusions apply. See site for details.